Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Doug, thank you for co-hosting the show. My pleasure, Victor. Uh, usually we ask the co-hosts a trivia question at the top of the show. So I'm going to ask you a trivia question uh, since this is the first show you ever co-hosted. Uh, the trivia question is, what's your least favorite thing about this show? Least favorite thing? Probably the hat and hood combo. The hat and hood combo? It's my attire? That's your least oh, favorite thing wearing? about this oh, show? Yeah. yeah, probably right now. I'll get used to it, though. All right. <laughs> okay. Way to come out the box, Doug. I'm, so smart. I'm sorry. Everybody, check us out at Six Unseemly on all social media and unseemlyquestions.com. Welcome to Six Unseemly Questions. I'm your host, Victor Bernardo. This is my sidekick, Doug O'Carr. That's true. Uh, we've got a great contestant on the show today. Everybody, put your hands together for Emmett Montgomery. Woo! All right. Welcome, okay. Emmett. Hello. Hi. Hi, thanks for coming to the show. Uh, we Now, we also have a studio audience. In our studio audience is Mark Shalafoe and Rachel Teichman. Welcome, one and all. Yay! All right, Emmett, uh, I'm going to explain how the show works, uh, and then uh, we're going to get started. I'm going to ask you six unseemly questions. At the end of each question, I'll ring a bell if I like your answer, like this. However, if I do not like your answer, I will not ring a bell, and I'll tell you why. Regardless of how many bells you get at the end of the show, I'll decide whether or not your appearance on the show is worth giving you five whole dollars. All right, are you ready to get started? Yes. He's okay. Hesitant. Oh. Hesitant. Yeah. yeah, he is a little bit hesitant. It's time for question number one. Question number one. Who is your art for? I, I, I don't want to be evil, and I like farts and spiders. You don't want to be evil and you like farts and spiders. Yeah. So just trying to, that's uh, trying to spread joy with my limited toolbox. You know, so I ask you a very specific question, like who is your art for? And you respond with like a puzzle for me. Um, <laughs> or is that the, dem- that could be the demographic. Well, how does that, how does that name a demographic? I think it's, it's for, uh, for uh, folks that uh, are looking for, for joy and may not understand the beauty of farts and spiders and hopefully i can and other stuff you know um all right i'm gonna say no bell on that question i'll tell you why i'm on board with the farts. you're on board with the farts part yeah is there a reason or just you picked a side i think it's one of god's first gifts really listen all right i just want to i'm going to I'm going to stop the fart conversation for just a second i know that's unusual for me how much i like farts and all yeah but I just want to say yeah. that there's no bell on the first question because I felt like your answer was a little ambiguous and it was hard to uh, decipher for me. Okay. Your show. Yeah. <laughs> That's true, Doug. All right. It is time for question number two. Uh, but before we do that, can you tell people out there what you do? Uh, I am a comedian and storyteller and uh, I make puppets as well out of, I think, I gave you one once. Yes, I do. I, I own one of your puppets. Uh, 
Yeah, actually, I made a, a cat with human teeth last night because I couldn't sleep. Uh huh. That's awesome. So, so you made yeah. the nightmare creature because <laughs> you couldn't sleep. Yeah, yeah, it, it helped. You know, maybe my art is for me. Maybe there's some things in me that I just have to get out of me. Those farts. Are you the fart spider? That is a great answer. If only you thought of it a question yeah. ago. Well, there we go. Uh, and then I uh, create. You know, I I do community bat based uh, weird variety shows. And of course, like everybody, I'm figuring out what uh, that means now in this COVID world. And Seattle's just an interesting town to do art. So mm -hmm. there we go. All right. Okay. Well, I love you and the, what you do. And I wouldn't own one of your puppets if I didn't think you were awesome. I would have trashed it as soon as you left it. <laughs> All right. It is time for question number two. Question number two. At what age did you become a mustache guy? Um, you know, I think the mustache is always inside of you until it comes out. But I grew up very conservative. I grew up conservative Mormon. And uh -huh. so, um, but around 13, it started showing up and I had to kill it every day. When I left the church uh, at about 19 years old, I was like, let's see what happens. And it just kept coming out. So... Gateway, I'd like to think to I was beard. always a mustache guy, mm -hmm. uh, but now I can live my truth. Because there is, people will see me as a beard guy, but there is a mustache in here. So now you're saying, like, if you if you weren't in the Mormon church, you would have been a mustache guy at 13? Um, well, I don't know. I mean, do, do you really trust those teenage mustachers? You know, but I at least would have had the choice to be that. 13 is impressive. Too. But I, mean, I really impressive. think it's like I've, I always had the potential. All right. Okay. All right. You know what? I'm going to give you a bell. Uh, I'll tell you why. Because uh, right. the information that you left the Mormon church, I'm sure, was a surprise to a lot of people. And the, we enjoy surprises here. <laughs> You'll be back. <laughs> <laughs> Doug is just out. Uh, he's basically a bounty hunter for the church, I guess. <laughs> Yes, uh, this all worked out great. It's, a, it's been a long time setting this well, up. Well, in a paperwork sense, I have <laughs> opened the door, and Open left, the door. Right. I'm still on the rolls, but now that both my parents are dead, I'm actually in the process of being removed from the official paperwork. Oh, uh, oh wow. So that I can be cast into outer darkness or the less exciting heaven. I did not know that it was that uh extensive. Oh, it's a yeah. it's a thing. <laughs> yeah, I mean I mean, yeah, why wouldn't it be? <laughs> I mean, if you're going to try to start a religion or have a religion, there's a lot, there's a lot of behind-the-scenes paperwork. So, you have to, Do you have to dig out the tracking device, too, or is that stay? All right, Doug, nobody uh, was with it. I was going to see if somebody would respond to you, Doug, but unfortunately, nobody, well, nobody I, went I, for I, it. I froze. I bet, well, my, my people are there now, my agents, to get him. So. Oh, yeah. We saw, <laughs> wouldn't it be funny if it just went black and that was it? Yeah, no. We... Of course, it acts up. Once we start talking about the church, they're everywhere. They're trying to shut this shit down. All right. It is now time for question number three. Question number three, Emmett. Do you think there is real magic in the world? Ooh, um, I think 
there's uh, more stuff than we know. And uh-huh. uh, I think the potential for weirdness that defies our expectations is, is hopefully out there. And I've had some some strange moments of synchronicity, and uh, and coincidence that kind of seemed driven by something else. But if there wasn't magic, um, and it was just kind of a big strange machine, I'd be okay with that. Um. All right. Well, I think that here's here's I'm gonna say no, Belvin. Here's why. Okay. Because I figure you as a guy who's like. Yes, I think there's real magic, but you just don't really want to get into it. <laughs> well, I mean, if you're asking me, do, do I think that there's like Sasquatches and Wolfmans? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Why didn't you just say that in the first place, man? If I think like that, that crystals, you know, uh, work, uh, probably not. You know, you think there could be one without the other? Um, yeah, I think. That Doug, that we definitely are like a buffet of the cosmic, and we get to fill our plates with uh, what we want. Also, inside I, of us. Also, right on. I'm coming down on the other side of your question, Doug, because just because one magic exists doesn't mean that all magics have to exist, right? I mean, just because like you know somebody can do a card trick doesn't mean there has to be a wyvern. I don't know. It's, it's, it's just nice to round up and have it all done, but fine. Yeah. All right. Agree to disagree. All right. So I'm gonna. Uh, we we did say no bell on that one, uh, unfortunately, because Sorry, I didn't. I, uh, I didn't feel your answer. Uh, I just decided that I thought your answer was different. So no bell for you. <laughs> That's okay. I do look like a wizard, and you just guessed. Yes. A lot about me. All right. Uh, this is question number four. Will you forgive me? For accidentally texting your wife. Oh, would you ask her uh, for boobs? <laughs> well, I was dating a woman at the time who's the same first name as his wife. And we were sexting this woman who I was dating. And then so like and I and I accidentally <laughs> asked his wife for boob picture. Um Oh, we, it was it was a source of joy, and I will tell you this: um, we love you so much that we did it. That it wasn't necessarily, you know, that we thought about it. You're definitely someone you work hard putting good stuff in the world. If anybody enjoys boobs, but the thing is, just our relationship with you, there was no ill intent for you, and, and it was something that she was giggling about for days. And it was during a time where seeing my wife smile was a too rare joy. So <laughs> that pervy text that you sent my wife uh, was a source of joy. So great! Uh, thanks for being. Thanks for being uh, awful, Victor. Even when right. you do bad, you do good. I've, I've heard I've heard the story like a bunch of times, and now that I finally get to meet you, it's it's become that much more real and in depth. Yeah, she's heard the story about how stupid I feel. <laughs> I felt for so long. <laughs> oh, it sounds like you got the green light though to do it again. Bring no, joy. No, that was that was a one shot. Um, <laughs> Victor, did you, you follow can, though, up with you the text? Could, you can send a filthy text to me. I think you get one per, per couple. But, you know, I once sent a very specific question about a rash 
to one of my favorite musicians accidentally. So I get <laughs> what that is like. All right. Well, great. Well, uh, I think that I've worked through this enough so we can move on to question number five. All right. Question number five. I, I, didn't I one. give a bell? Yeah, you I, did. th I thought I gave a bell. You did. Oh, you just weren't paying attention. It's no big deal. Still I mean, it's only the show. Still counts. Um, it does. The bell still counts. That's true, Doug. I wouldn't go against my own bell. You've done it before. Um, that is true, Rachel. I have. And so I guess when I said I wouldn't go against my own bell, I was just straight up lying, everybody. Way to go, Rachel. Lying All right. Works. It is time for question number five. Question number five. <laughs> How many Legos do you own? Ooh. Uh, this is going to be another one that defies expectations. My father, who passed away this summer, was actually known for the extensive Lego collection that he had in his office uh, in the history department at BYU. His oh, wow. big castles and everything. And people would go in to like see it. And some people would take his class specifically with the hope of, of seeing it. It's kind of known as the Lego professor. So the answer is none. Wow. <laughs> I'm not you, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that is. <laughs> Trauma. Well, I mean, that the answer makes complete sense. <laughs> so it gets a bell. I think. Uh, I think that's only fair. What I give them the, what happened to the... All the time, but it's just. Uh... You know, and I think maybe the fact that we a lot of the toys we had were all about building an imagination is why I am a 43 year old man who makes paper bag puppets. So the legacy is in me. I'm still putting stuff together. What happened to the Lego castles? Then? Um, so it was uh, various grandchildren have it, you know, and it was kind of. And then uh, we did find some Lego sets when we went through his stuff that that went um, actually to uh, my oldest brother. I'm I'm one of seven boys. Mm -hmm. uh, my oldest brother was oh. actually having a grandchild. I mean, he wasn't, you know, expelling it um, at the time. And That's so we decided bad. because he was born on the day of my dad's funeral that we would give these Legos to, to this kid. That they can use once they're, you know. You know, six or eight, I guess, this choking hazard right now. You know, you don't want to give a kid Legos. As a, as, as a baby sister, I was playing with Legos when they were a choking hazard, I assure you. Great. Your parents seem to have, a, you know, some work to do. Uh, that was a real heartfelt story that you just missed. Um, it would have really been beautiful. Well, we have to move on. Uh, it is now time for question number six. Question number six. Would you rather murder somebody with a chainsaw or have someone murder you with a chainsaw? You know, um, honestly, one of the things that I've always wondered about, because um, I heard that the head can see for a full eight seconds when removed from the human body. Um, uh -huh. I think I and I, I, I think about it every day. Um, I think I'd, I'd be murdered by a chainsaw. Oh, I would rather be murdered by a chainsaw for a different reason. Um, because, in fact, I don't even think your reason would work. Because I don't know if they can cut the head can be cut off in eight seconds with a chainsaw. 
Well, no, but once it's fully removed from the human body, then it can still function. You mean as long as like a little piece of sinew is? No, no. It's it's. I think it's until the brain completely loses oxygen. Okay. Hmm. All right. Well, I mean, I guess it's going to take a while for us to figure out whether or not that is true. But I will say <laughs> this. The reason that I would rather be killed by a chainsaw is because I think that I, I think that if I was attacking someone, if I was attacking someone with a chainsaw, I would be really into it before I started hurting them and I saw it, then I'd freak out. And so I'd rather not. I would, I think I would have to do it the other way around like have somebody just kill me with a chainsaw. Have you ever used a chainsaw, Victor? Um, no, I've, I've started one and held it. They're they're not that fun. I've I've had to 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 actually work on some wood and some other stuff with a chainsaw. It's a lot of work. It's a pain. It's not a graceful thing to use. So I'd much rather have the person do the work, you know, and then maybe learn something about myself. So there's more fun ways to kill people than than a chainsaw. It's a lot. It's more work. You're saying. Yeah, I mean, I feel like maybe if this I mean, if you're going to kill to somebody, I would rather. I think the most fun way would be like if you could, if you had like mind waves that made people's heads explode. Oh yeah, that would I if I was just like that would probably be the most like, fun way. Like scanners. Yeah, like scanners. Except in scanners, it looked like it was a lot, a lot of work. Um, well, right. yeah, it did take some time, right? Yeah, it did he had to like he had, he had an aneurysm up, doing his, it. Remember his, his arm spun around after he blew up. That was kind of. Um, I do. All right, here we go. And there you go. Yay, that is a bell. Because your answer was sort of the same as mine, that you would you would have to be uh, murdered with a chainsaw. It all right, Emmett. Too. That was great. You answered all six questions. Uh, now it's time to decide whether or not you get $5. Uh, but before we do that, can you tell people out there where to find you? Um, you know, I think the best uh, place to find me right now is on my Instagram, Emmett Montgomery. Uh, and uh, that's where a lot of my links to the things I'm doing. I am starting to perform against, uh, again in real life, and I have some neat things in the works, and then I'm always floating around doing weird things on the internet. All right. Emmett Montgomery, always funny, everybody. I go, well, I'll go. i say it right to your face. Always funny. Emmett Take Montgomery. that, Emmett. <laughs> All right. Uh, it is time to decide whether or not you get $5. As always, we canvass the room. Let's start off with Doug. Doug, what do you think? Should Emmett get $5 for his appearance on the show? I thought it's really good, thoughtful, revealing answers. So, yes, $5 for Emmett, I say. So, yes, $5 for Emmett. Uh, all right. Uh, what do you think, Mark? Should Emmett get $5 for his appearance on the show? I think I would have been a, a little bit more liberal with the bell at times myself. And uh, I think that he should get the $5 just so he can upgrade his headphone situation. All right. Ugh, liberal. Um, not just an endorsement, but also he took a pot shot at my hosting. <laughs> All right. Rachel, <laughs> what do you think? Should Emmett get $5 for his appearance on the show? You know what? I'm still thinking about that cat puppet that he showed us before. And, um, oh, the one with the human teeth. Yeah. Yeah. And like, <laughs> and like the back of the throat. Um, and it's living rent free in my mind, but that rent's still gotta be paid. So, um, give him the $5. Yes. All right. Uh, Rachel is into it as well. Uh, Emmett, what do you think? Should you get $5 for your appearance on the show? You know what, uh, Victor? I believe I owe you some money from my last trip. <laughs> <laughs> 
So maybe you could put that towards my tab. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. All right. Uh, but thank you so much for being on the show. You were great. Uh, now it's just time to do he just the vetoed show. our votes. He just vetoed all our votes. <laughs> Doug, <laughs> Doug, what did you learn from this week's show? Uh, that uh, that a father's uh, passion doesn't always completely translate. Mm, sounds like you made that up. I did. I, I, right. I brought it down ahead of time, hoping this would work out. Everybody, <laughs> check out Six Unseemly on all social media at unseemlyquestions.com. A podcast network. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.